With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Hello everyone, great to be here for the start of another week. Gee, I'm in good hands. I've got my executive producer here, Jimmy Williams. I've got Connor who's panelling. It's great to be back for another week. 36 degree heat. Uh, I will be featuring Tim Payne, the former Australian Test captain. He's going to give us his thoughts on the Australian team that are currently doing battle with Sri Lanka. I did record the interview with Tim a short time ago, just before play got underway. And as we've been pointed out, no changes to the Australian lineup. Stoinis in there. And, of course, Josh Inglis behind the stumps as well. And the good oil for Cobram Estate, Premier Australian extra virgin olive oil. Probably one of the biggest stories has been... <laughs> Coming out of the West Coast Eagles, where Michael Pryor, the AFLW coach for the West Coast Eagles, at the post-match press conference when they only kicked two goals for the match, and they were beaten comprehensively by Melbourne, who kicked 11 goals, 16. In frustration, I don't know Michael Pryor. He's a, he's a terrific individual. Uh, he's very passionate about his job, but probably he'd like to take back what he said that all of a sudden has reverberated around the AFLW community. Yeah, tough result. Um, I thought we started okay. Our, our first half, our pressure was right up there. But at the end of the day, that's um, the team that won the grand final last year against the team that finished last in 18 teams in the comp and only 10 games. How we play that team is beyond me. That's what you get when you get fixed in like that. Well, he said about the fixturing that because the Eagles were so poor last year and finished towards the bottom of the AFLW table, and there's only 10 games and 18 teams, which is laughable as well, uh, that they shouldn't have been playing any of the teams in the top, maybe echelon of the AFLW competition. I thought he'd probably be hauled in by the West Coast Eagles management saying, Mickey, Mickey, what were you thinking when you said that, what were you thinking? And I, when I was coming to work, I knew there'd be some sort of reaction from the West Coast Eagles and they came out with a statement, but it's a Michael Pryor statement. And he wanted to address the comment from that post-match media conference after the Eagles were defeated by Nam by 70 points because it was Indigenous round. Of course, Melbourne, uh, their Indigenous uh, profile is Nam. And he says, I'd like, to quote, I would like to acknowledge my comments regarding the AFLW fixturing were unacceptable after a game against Nam. It was a disappointing performance and I was frustrated, but that does not excuse my comments and they do not reflect the club's position. I take full responsibility. Nam are the benchmark in AFLW and credit to them for the way they play. As one of the youngest lists in the competition, taking on the reigning Premier was a challenge our squad will learn from 
as we aspire to climb the AFLW ladder. And there were positives from many of our exciting developers and players like Charlie Thomas and Ella Roberts. And it basically goes on to say that um, I can assure the Eagles members, supporters, players, coaches, staff, they'll work incredibly hard behind the scenes to fast track our growth and drive the elite standards that will take our group to the next level. The other question is about the AFLW. And we're now after seven rounds. And the amount of money that has been invested by the AFL into the AFLW. Of course, we had the collective bargaining agreement that was just ticked off just recently. The amount of publicity and marketing this competition gets is out of this world. I think any sport in any league would welcome. We know the AFL gets the profile, and rightly so. It's the number one football code in the country. But the AFLW competition is new, but gets enormous exposure. I looked at the attendances of the AFLW competition, and they're certainly not earth-shattering. The Melbourne Eagles game at Mineral Resources Park on the weekend drew 1,232 people. How many of those were paying? I don't know. But the West Coast Eagles have got 106,000 members. So of those members, only maybe 1,000 decided to go and have a look. Fremantle took on North Melbourne on the 8th of October. That was at Fremantle Oval. 2022 decided to rock up. The attendances aren't earth-shattering by any stretch of the imagination. One of the bigger attendances was Carlton Collingwood, as we know, two of the well-supported teams in the AFL competition. But when it comes to the AFLW, they drew 3,000 people. So I'm just saying that... and. Outside the people that go and the inner sanctum, I'm just wondering how much appeal this competition really has for the amount of investment that's gone into it and the publicity and the marketing goes around the competition. Now, the biggest attendance so far that I can see has been around about, let's have a look, 4,000 people, 4,312 Melbourne and Geelong, and that was the last week of September. So they're not earth-shattering figures by any stretch of the imagination. And then you've got, and I'm going to be speaking to Hannah Lowry from the A-League Perth Glory Women's Competition. These were the attendances on the back end of the Matildas. Magnificent showing a little while ago in the FIFA Women's World Cup. Now, Adelaide and Canberra drew 2,800 people. 5,000 went to see Newcastle and the Central Coast Mariners. 11,000 went to see Sydney FC and the Western Sydney Wanderers. The attendance that drew the lowest was the one here, Perth Glory against Western United. Just over 1,000 people. And they expect that to grow after the A-League women's team had that great win 2-0 over Western United, who played in the grand final last year. Yet this competition gets hardly any publicity. Hardly any publicity. So it just gives you an indication where the AFLW sits in my mind. And the fact that Michael Pryor made the comment, and rightly so, but the thing that really galvanised it with me is that there's 18 teams and there's only 10 games, so some of the teams don't play each other. Why the hell did they expand the competition so quickly, and it may be 
Gil McLaughlin, who now has departed as the CEO of the AFL, may look back and there may be people that will target him to say, Gil, you got this all wrong. Like you got AFLX wrong. The growth was too rapid. And I heard someone actually mention on uh, in the media and a very respected individual, I won't name him, saying there just isn't, there just isn't the talent pool available to stretch it over 18 clubs. And people will only go to watch these matches if they get something that they're really excited about and entertains them. The footy's good. Clearly, clearly, with the attendances they're getting at the AFLW and considering what I said earlier, uh, how much it's been driven and basically put in the face of everybody, it's, it's just lukewarm at the moment at best. Anyway, that's just my thoughts on... Uh, the AFLW. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Give us a call uh, on 13 12 55 or join us on the Temper of Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. We're here for the Kia EV6 GT World Performance Car of the Year and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for 45 years. And uh, my little spiel at the top, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria.